0: Biscuits
1: and tea. All right, $34.99. We're coming in hot. We're doing a little uh, Sporting Kansas City recap. Yep. We are the People's Podcast talking about the people's problems, solving the issues the people care about. You can put that on the fucking docket. All righty. Let's get right into the game yesterday. Very disappointing result. Tyler, you said what was the score of the old DC United? Ooh, we got smacked 4-1 that is an ouchy ouchie. you guys lost your coach right it's his first year without the that that guy Ben Olson. second he's been here since he left
0: like 2002 or some stupid no 2002 but he's been here forever no he's so, 2002
1: like five yeah. he was the second most tenured coach was or, he? The, or the most i i can't remember what it is cuz vermees and him peter vermees and they were both up there. There's a list. I have it on the notes. That is. Uh let's see. That is such a perfect description. Cause I like Ben. Like I he he
0: was definitely one of those like coaches though that doesn't want to be too involved in trainings and stuff. Like he's he's a player. Like always yeah. was. Like I like him, but that's something that's so wrong with US soccer, how someone can have a job as a head coach for that long and just we made the playoffs like twice maybe through his tenure. Twice, three times, we might have won one playoff game. And you can't, like, you can't do that. You can't have... yeah. Especially with a club as historic as DC United. They're, they're supposed to be
1: one of the top clubs in the league. Yeah. Well, this list that I have here, let me send it to you guys real quick. I'm kind of confused because he's not on this list, but maybe it's only for active. Is he coaching in the MLS right now or is he coaching not a coach right now? I don't think he's coaching anyone. Okay, so maybe this is just an active list. Because on here it says that Sporting KC, uh, Peter Vermees, started in 2009. Everybody else, it's a pretty interesting list, was 2014, 2014, 2016. And then everybody else is like 2018, 2019, 2020. They're all new hires. There's a ton of brand new coaches in the MLS right now. I had no idea. All right, so anyways, let's get right in to the Sporting KC disaster yesterday. We lost 3-1. to one. Could have easily lost five to one. Um, Real Salt Lake is awful. They're an awful team, <laughs>
2: flat out.
1: Really? Yeah, <laughs> they're awful. And we lost three to one. They're bad. They're bad, dude. Who's... And Sporting KC, like, we played well last week. So that's why, like, I'm not trying to be like negative Nancy and just come in here and roast Sporting KC, but like, we showed some things last week and we played well. And I'm going to try to just blame this whole performance and the fact that there's altitude difference, right? So it's early on in the season. It's a weird pandemic. You know, you're traveling there. You got to play in the altitude. The guys looked fucking exhausted. Hmm. I don't know what's going on, but if you remember, Will, Mm -hmm. when we were over at the old training complex uh, in Kansas City, Kansas, there was, like, chambers that they can put these players in and they can train at altitude. and So why (laughs) – why at the complex that literally Sporting KC, KC trains at why would altitude be an issue It's uh, a great question We have we have all these resources God. we have all this stuff to have our players be ready for any moment to go down to fucking Azteca Stadium <laughs> or wherever in Mexico and fucking play while at altitude yet we go to fucking real Salt Lake and get
2: roasted <laughs> by a, maybe a USL quality team They cannot like, be that they, bad This is I need to see some highlights the fact that I haven't seen this this is All right wait real Salt so, Lake isn't real Salt Lake in Utah? Yeah, it's in Utah. Yeah, there's Altitude. Isn't it in Salt Lake
1: City?
0: I've been to the
1: I read that it was at Altitude.
0: I don't think it's out it. maybe I
1: asked Maddie to search it. I was like, what is going on with these guys? Like they look like they're running with like blocks of you know cinder blocks on their feet. Like they just like seemed like so
2: exhausted. Quick, very quick while he's while he's looking for that. What's the deal with COVID and stadiums?
1: So you can get uh limited crowds in now. Like you can get, I don't know, like a certain percentage and then it'll start rolling out where they'll just let everybody in at some and point.
2: are they wearing masks or? Yeah,
1: mandatory, mandatory masks. masks.
2: Okay.
1: And I think they're going to, yeah, and then you're going to have to have your vaccination card here pretty soon to be able to get in, I bet. You bet or you think? Like, I don't know if you have to right now to be vaccinated to be able to get in. I don't that's a think fucking so, but like, I just already,
2: like, dude. Um, um, yeah.
1: But like, I mean, travel, you know, travel, it's already happening with travel and you have to have your thing. Like I it's going to be interesting to see how dude, it all. It's fucking
2: know. slippery. So because now for, for how long, where's the 1918 yeah. Spanish flu fucking, uh, thing yeah. that I, where's your malaria thing? You, you show it when you go over, <laughs> yeah. uh, what the fuck <laughs> are we doing? Good. Going into a stadium? That's such a good point. went to dude. a stadium. I need to show you my health and all the, where are we going?
1: That's what, yeah. Where are we? I was having an interesting conversation with one of my professors at Baker, and they were talking about it that that she kind of thinks that it might go that angle. Like they're telling students, like, you want to get your vaccination because it might affect your ability to get employed because of various travel restrictions and all kinds of stuff. So it's like, go get the vaccine. Like, we don't don't try to put aside your political standpoint on it because it's going to negatively affect you professionally if you don't get the COVID vaccine.
0: Wait, Reb, you have an issue with people having to show that they've had a COVID vaccine going into states for how long,
2: Tyler? When will it stop? Why does that matter? What do you mean? For the next 100 years, you have to now show, what if the next thing happens? What if I don't want you in my stadium because you don't, not COVID, I need to, what if, what if that list expands out to you are more susceptible to, I don't know, maybe you give other people other deadly viruses. Maybe I don't need you now. Now we can alienate all of you. When does it stop? Are these, I don't really see that as an issue. Well, stadiums. When will it stop is my question. It will never stop, though. It will stop when COVID's not a real issue anymore.
0: When is that? When all these fuckers get vaccinated.
1: Well, that's the other thing. I mean, like you think about India right now. Like there's so many people in India dying. right. It's so bad right now, but they don't have access to vaccines. So it's like you really only have the top percent of people that even have access. And then you have that certain percentage... You know, making the de- the decision, the political choice of whether or not I want to get th- the thing, and there's people that can't get access and they're dying, and they would take it in a
2: second. So, not, yeah, it's a really
1: bizarre, that's fine, complex
2: Taking thing. Taking it is a is that's not the the issue. The issue is where. I, now I'm the government. Now I'm gonna put it at the stadium. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna mandatory. I'm gonna make it for your job. Um, so it isn't the government. It'd be a private. It'd be each private business yeah, making it's not decision, the decision. Yeah. There's no separation between our private and and our
1: no mandatory. I yeah for what sure. they
2: force them to do in order to but complete. right now <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but will like so you understand like so like when like right if you go to sporting KC like yeah mass mandatory but if you go to the barbecue joint down the street sure. no like you're not so like there's this weird like
2: clash of like things going on here, especially in like the Johnson County area. It's going to start with the institutions that th- that I'm sure they have the capabilities of being able to manage though. Like there's no way. Yeah. Like challenger,
1: no mask, challenger, right. no mask. Like you don't have to wear a mask inside the building. You walk around, do whatever the hell you want. If you don't get the vaccine, it's on you. Like literally, like that's pretty much. And I, I think a lot of businesses are going to carry that same thing. It's like, okay, if the state says you don't have to wear masks, don't wear a mask. But I think these bigger entities, like they're looking at it not as a political issue. They're looking at it. Okay well, we don't want to take the risk of letting people in that might potentially have it or, you know, cause they don't want that connected to their stadium, but you're right. Like, where does it end? So like you start controlling whether or not these kind of people are in or out. I don't know if Tyler's, I see what you're saying. Like if it'll evolve to that, if that's really an issue, but it's, it's like only time will tell. Yeah.
0: Right? I honestly prefer people at this point, if you're going to the big places, I'd rather have them
2: say you have to have the vaccine show that you've got the vaccine. Because I just. Cool. Cool. If we can make it six months for six months, one year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I wonder, like, yeah. I just at this point. It's a proper Orwellian 1984 fucking country at that point if you cannot ever go anywhere if it's the stadium then it's the airport then it's the <laughs> it doesn't make sense yeah, I don't yeah. I'm, I'm honestly so
0: sick of this shit we we don't let kids go to school yeah, without COVID. vaccines
2: what like what uh, is the
0: government oh no you didn't get your i don't even know what back like, your tetanus shot or your all your, your there's so but many vaccines kids have to get before they go to school all for hepatitis. All the that, what about
2: the that? hepatitis you don't go into yeah all right but yeah hepatitis tetanus shot fucking spanish flu tuberculosis malaria all those like things, none get, of, yeah. any, anything, you don't have that though when you go into the stadium. They don't ask you if you have malaria. They don't ask you if you have any other thing that could be contagious. And you could have a whole bunch of other things that could be contagious to another person all the time. But we don't ask you if you have it. And we don't mandate we don't mandate that you have a vaccine for malaria if you go into a certain place like that. We don't have to do that. It's recommended. Everyone should take the vaccine but we don't have to mandate if we if we start mandating you've already got people who can't that don't want to whatever then they're out are those people out that's what yeah that's what
1: I, I don't agree with that i mean i definitely think like i mean if you don't want to get the vaccine i don't think you should have to get the vaccine i got the vaccine you know everyone around me has got the vaccine like okay i'm trusting science i i'm i'm a sheep i'm going with what the fucking people are saying to do i don't care like i'm not going to make that choice it's not my Area of expertise. I'm listening to the doctors. Okay, cool. So I take it. But that doesn't mean that everybody else should line up and have to fucking do it as well. It defeats the whole purpose. Okay, well, then like, they
0: also. That's fine. You don't know, want the vaccine. You're. That's not the issue. Don't
2: fly. That's not the issue. That's how don't is this worth the issue?
0: That's not the Yeah, if you don't know, want the vaccine, like it's a private right institution, to go get yeah. on a plane.
1: That's a private. Company. There has to be an airline though. There has to be an airline though that steps up and goes, okay, any, but you can fly with us if you and you don't want our mask. So those people do business hey, with those I people. They create this division. That. Yeah.
0: I, I think they would be the... There's I want to be line. that airline. It I want to be, be the I,
1: airline that does not make people wear face masks they don't right have now that, every other this is, airline. This is what I'm talking about. I don't they, think they have that
2: power. They don't have that power. That's, and that's part of the issue. They don't have that sort of power because there's no separation between... The government is going to stipulate that. And you're talking about crossing lines. Now you've got the federal... You've got fucking federal government involved anyway, even if it's just within. It's impossible. And that's dictated by them, which means that the government is truly in a position to tell them, listen... Everybody that gets on your plane has to have this thing. And the problem, Tyler, is that whenever you give the government an ability to extend its power in a certain way, just like the Patriot Act, you never know how far they are going to take it and for how long. If we can control the limits of the government's ability to say you have to do something, that is in the people's best interest. For thus to have a check and balance system for the government not to extend the COVID passport into a cancer passport, into a eh, income. Where are you where are you from? Where where all this? Any anything that they could use in order to further off their go down this line.
0: I get the whole slippery slope thing, but the COVID thing is honestly the government's been doing nothing but trying to protect the people for this and people have just been fucking idiots. Straight up. Like people like the people actually like if the government said nothing for COVID, the the world would be in such a shit hole right now. Everybody'd be so fucked up. All the hospitals would be fucked up. Everybody, hundred percent. If there was no guidelines and they didn't, weren't going to enforce anything, how like how much worse? Here's would it a been?
2: poor. This country is a poor example of that, but this is a different culture because there are no, there are only recommendations here, and it's fine. But you can't do that in America.
0: That's what I'm saying. Mostly in the U.S. and I don't like honestly all these people. If you don't want to wear a mask, if you don't want to get vaccine, you can hang out in your basement, you can drive across the country, take a fucking boat across the ocean, like you make your life more difficult for yourself because you don't want to do what the vast majority of the population has agreed
2: that's to. Always, pretty much. But that's always, that's never, that's never a good thing. That's never a good thing to tell. Never a good thing. It's never a good thing to live that's
0: in. A- how, that's how we've slowly been trying to deal with. Uh, like racism, homophobia, all that stuff. It's like there's this But the vast majority group that But that's people.
2: the whole point of your country is that you have just because the vast majority is wanting to have that, you still have to have, let the you the Ku Klux Klan meeting is legal. You can you, they have to be able to meet. It's important that they are allowed to meet and discuss in the same way that it's allowed to have us a discussion about misgendering athletes. You need to have a place for them. If you start cutting that out, yeah, you could have a place for them, but it doesn't mean that anything
0: you're involved with, you have to let them come in too. You say, all right, they you guys want to do your little they cool things. Right they
2: have to have a right to protest.
0: They can, but you don't have to. If I see someone, if I own a store and I see someone in a Ku Klux Klan outfit, I can say, no, you're not coming in my store. That's a private Get the that's, fuck that's out that's of here. Private, no, you're not coming on my business. plane. Get the fuck Get out, out of here. No, you're of not course, coming.
2: Of course. That's a, but that's a private business. That's your business. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the government mandated that if I wear it's like, that's the other issue. If you just take it to burqas, right? In Europe, they France banned. They banned that. They banned it. You can't, no public, you know, they can have that power. So you can't, you can't. That's so bizarre. You can't limit that. You can't limit it. Private enterprises can do whatever the fuck they want because they're private enterprises. They have to abide by certain laws, but they can decide who comes in. Yeah, but what you're saying, yeah. That's not.
1: But you're saying that it's being affected, though, by the government. Like, Obviously.
2: Yes, they are but we're not talking yeah. about those private those private there's no difference between American Airlines and United Airlines. Yeah, it's gonna do what who's gonna bail them out also if they have issues. It's gonna be the government yeah, yeah. to the, the banks. Yeah. That's for sure. sure. For sure. They need to be Tyler, we uh, can't we'll, let them yeah. we can't just let them go willy nilly. It's cool. Cool guys, just pass anything. <laughs> That's good. We'll twenty years later, when we figure out that you guys passed some laws that took this away or took that away. We it, you gotta be on top of them. So you can't just let them. Cool, this passport, that thing. No, like, cool. So you're not for the COVID passport at all for traveling. Of course, that's the same thing as asking malaria. When you go to a certain places in Africa, you need it. You need that. That's fine. That's fine. I'm talking about going into a stadium. You said that's a private moving around, business, though. right? But moving around in your city now becomes you just—it's impossible. It's bizarre because you
1: have you have the government literally saying no more mass starting. Tomorrow at like or tonight at twelve, whatever, like whenever it hits Monday, you don't have to wear a mask when you walk into the coffee sh- shop down the street. not to say that when I was at the coffee shop yesterday, dude doesn't just walk straight in without a mask on order his coffee and doesn't have anybody say anything to him, but officially tomorrow, you don't have to, but you have to if you go into sporting k c someone will come up to you and they'll they'll poke you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, sir." ma'am, they, them, <laughs> you need to wear a mask. Yeah. Or you're fucking out. What a bizarre, but no one's going to do that. Who the fuck at a paying ticket? You know, you go to the game, you pay for a ticket, you sit down. No fucking chance that someone's going to come down there. Who's making $20, $15, maybe less than that an hour and say, you need to get out of the stadium because you didn't, you're not wearing your mask. Get out of here, dude. It's such a, it's all semantics. It's all about arguing. It's all about pulling politi- it. It's just so far away from the point. It's just nuts, dude, but anyways, if we just want to watch some soccer here, uh maybe break down some uh some plays so we can uh, get away from all of that It's like Jesus, Christ, what a crazy thing man what a world what a weird world all right, Arnas, take us to point five four please to kick us off with the outstanding start. From sporting Kansas City.
0: Is Ramondo still with real salt lake or did he retire? No way.
1: Ramondo's Raimondo. not sure. Okay. So we got a counterattack here. A little quick outlet pass. Look at this outstanding defending. Bucio. Okay. That's a good He goal. runs past the ball. So Bucio, if you can pause real quick, he's definitely he's our number 10, right? Like they've put the number 10 on him. He's 19, I think. Very, very young. Um, but he's he's talented. Like he's got really Nice skill. He has the right thought. But, like, overall, he, like, plays well for, like, the first half. And then he just kind of just fades away in the second half. <laughs> He's really small body, like, really small body type. Really, like, skillful and stuff. I think he just gets frustrated or something, like, playing. Uh, you'd have to just watch him full out. But that that's how they started off. I mean, it was a nice goal. What do you guys I think? think
2: the MLS is notorious for these breaks. I never – one of the biggest knocks that – uh people will say about smaller European leagues is like, like, what is this? Like, it's not like, that's not good. I never see breakdowns like I see in the yep. MLS. Play it again, artists. You can just play it. I think they'll show a highlight. Okay. Yeah. I never see these
1: breakdowns where no DC DC, DC got scored on
0: once yesterday. It was one ball from like 10 yards outside the box, but going the other way, one ball down the sideline, sent a guy in a breakaway and he just took it in and scored with like
1: five touches. And I'm like, wait, where did this was three touches? This was three passes. I mean, it was one outlet pass and it was between two guys. He dummied the ball. So you can count that as a pass maybe, but I mean, what, what are we doing here? Like, what are these guys doing? like, keep pause real quick like that's literally what i'm saying like when i'm talking about just fundamental like defensive like knowledge like i'm not a genius i'm not saying i could do better than these guys but like like a professional like from your guys' standpoint looking at that like how it's just what, flustered it what is. it is is it's
0: either the outside backs pushing it's consistently the mls the outside backs will push up really fucking far and no midfielder will track back and cover for them and all of a sudden it's like four v2 with one sprung ball so many of that it's
2: how much of that is it's never like it happens like like up four times a a ton tons tons it happens too much in the mls and it doesn't have anything to do with the technical ability like you're saying b when you look at the finish and you look at the passing and the understanding great pass to the to the side, good pass, yeah. excellent dummy, great composure, good finish. Nobody's talking about great. that. But these situations and setups are just that's not mind blind. That's not sustainable.
1: Like that, I can't feel good about that. Like a goal that you have your team score and you're like, okay, they're bad. We took advantage of them being bad. But like you're you're not going to be able to score those kind of goals. Like when you're getting into like playing high level teams, that's not going to happen. Like what you guys are saying, like no fucking chance. But that's that's also what people like about the MLS, though. That's what people say is an entertaining league. They say
0: the games are entertaining. That's what they mean. It's cause there's like five or six times a half. There's a team going at another team with numbers on a counter.
1: So that was one of the plays I wanted you guys to see. If you guys can go back to that real quick to 135 real quick and just show this fucking guy. This uh number thirty-six, number thirty-six Martins. He's like this outside back. I do not understand like why he plays. But look at this. So he clicks in the middle of the field, dribbles up, right? <laughs> Blast it! Just purple <laughs> shot.
0: He's got boaters right? in there.
1: Uh, so is that a Seth Sinovic's replacement? I think so. So if you can like, so they didn't show it in this highlight, but this guy literally—they didn't show it. I wish I could show you guys, but he missed that shot, right? And then he was running back, and then he like got back to midfield, and he was like had this like crazy look on his face, like that crazy defender look on his face, and he was acting like he was gonna score that. Like literally thought he like should have scored that goal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's fucking,
1: that's um, let's see, two ten is the next one. So you can just he gets fouled here. That's the, I guess he played for the Mexico team, Mexican team for a while. So this is their first goal, Real Salt Lake.
2: Good ball, but
1: that's still okay.
0: a horrendous defending. I mean, he's...
1: It's kind of choppy. There's a lot of numbers, numbers in the box. I mean, it's a little choppy. It's just lack of tracking yeah. people back. He was there. No, he tracked him. Well, he just didn't yeah. get on the front side of him. Number 48's really. He's, he's like 18 years old, I think. Oh, they didn't track him. Oh, that was. Huh. Oh, oh, those were some good runs by Rio. Man, look they, at this! But look at this effort right here on this yeah. cross. No effort to stop the cross in. And there's three guys just standing flat footed. Like, what? He got sucked in. They got they sucked
0: in. in by that first two runners. That was actually really good. That was yeah. actually really good runs by Real Salt Lake. Look, look, you see the first two rotors? They take the two center backs, and then the guy comes and takes the space oh, from behind. Them. Oh, so that's where they could
1: have scored a goal right there. Yeah, this one they could have scored easily, wide open, just didn't connect on yeah. it. It could have been easily two to one right there. It's up for, for that man. guy. But yeah, yeah, easily could have gone the other way. Fun fact uh, Nick Beasler started in this game. The. Nick Beasler, the younger brother of Matt Beasler, he started in this game. He, he actually played pretty well. Um, is Beasler the
0: skinny black guy, short black guy of the UST. No, that's Beasley.
1: Uh, no, yeah, Matt Beasler is from uh, Overland Park here. He played on Sporting KC for a ton, and then he went to Austin FC. Um, but yeah, his brother played in this and went to Blue Valley West. But uh, at 421 is the next ooh, thing I wanted gold? to show you guys. Is this oh, okay. I
0: thought they were about the score in action.
1: Yeah, right there. Okay. This is the, yeah, second this half. is the second half, another goal. So just dribbles through. That's bad. Cross, no one back, goal. That's, this rough. is the backup goalkeeper for Sporting KC2. Our other guy's out, Amelia is out right now. But I mean, just bad. They look tired, you know, like they just look tired. That's just mental. That's the whoever was on the,
0: I don't know why he went in with the guy to the middle when he's running right into three other defenders instead of just sitting on the back oh, post. Who was on twenty six? Yeah, why I don't understand have, why the guy who oh. would have jumped
2: right there. Why did he not just pass that, was, that guy off? Well, he he left him. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he left him maybe thinking it was no, coming but to him. he You yeah, gotta he got suck in right. He, he followed that attacker
0: to where he's the attacker's running towards three other defenders and just leaves the guy wide open. Look at that. He the guy's
1: going to be covered on that front post. If you could pause real quick, so the the number forty eight. Uh, is his name's Kav K a v e h? I don't know how to say his first name. Kaviv, I'm um, rad, and um, he's a homegrown player, and everyone's really, really up about all these homegrown players. I'm excited, obviously, to see that we're trying to develop people through our system and play them. But this is a 19 year old, and you'll see in a little bit here he gets turned around again. But like that initial ball that got played, the guy just went right past him he literally didn't even put any like he was trying to play defense like i moved right past him like a cone and just played it right in i mean it's two times on defensive pressure where sporting kc is supposed to be a very defensive oriented team that's very structured doesn't yeah, let that kind of shit that's happen. been our mo for me has got to be losing his shit today like savagin <laughs> has got to be losing Probably. his shit you know like so yeah um you'll see here a bit we had a 17 year old score against us in dc yesterday
0: oh oh <laughs> it was that on that play i was i th- you know what? was all that play i was talking if, about. You're, a oh. young, if you're a young what? guy
2: if you're a young guy in the mls now yeah yeah this is uh this is as uh, if you're a young attacking player the mls is where you should go Oh yeah with all that space fuck you That's, like yeah yeah it's great
1: Tyler, do you think that uh, the goalkeeper should have saved that that last goal, though? No, that's a 1v1. You should never,
0: like, I'm never going to say you should save a 1v1. Yeah,
1: I mean, it went through his legs. I just wanted to ask no, you. No, know, you go after the, the
0: spread run. save. You're taking up Like, it's it's going to go in or it's going to hit you.
1: Like, it's... Okay. Yeah, a lot of Sporting KC fans were saying that uh, Tim Milio would have saved that. And I was kind of thinking the same thing as I you. He's like, know. that's tough. You know, he might, he might
0: have, like, have. I don't like. I don't like when people get into hypotheticals with keepers. Like, do you that.
1: think he? Do you think he came out? I quick have to see. I,
0: I honestly, I'd have to see it again.
1: Let's yeah. Can we play one more time at f- f- it from 4:21? 20. Well, GK goalie Gold 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 Rame breakdown, <laughs> breakdown. by Road. Let's see. So he
0: goes here. No, no. What are you supposed to do there? There's a What's guy. He, there's guy why, he even he <laughs> kicks yeah. out the right leg too. He honestly he plays it. Do they get a replay? He plays it pretty perfectly in my eyes. It just, let me see. Let's see. Yeah. It's, no, it's like, what do you know? He cross, takes a big take touch, touch. He comes out. He gets his foot out. No, what the fuck are you guys? What are I hope people, are, I about? hope that
1: maybe there's some other ones that I, Let's um, see. like that I, mean, I read that they're referencing, what? but
2: there's no, no way. That's a yeah. good, like, that's a
0: good effort. Like he, he read did. Him yeah. Well, he put, him I wide. thought he did well. Like, what is he supposed to do?
2: I thought he look how much space he's having to cover. I know what goalkeeper needs to run from his goal line (laughs) to the edge of the six in order to try and stop a 1v1. We failed you as a goalie. Yeah, no,
0: no. Your your stance could go fuck off. This is my favorite
2: play of the game. This
1: is my favorite play of the game. And this is Brody. Fucking Brody, dude. Brody came into the game with like 15 15 minutes in. And I don't know why he subbed in, but the guy he subbed in for must have like had to take a shit or something. Because he didn't even like shake his hand when he came off the field. He went straight to the locker room and the announcer, was like, oh, it looks like we got a little hamstring. But it's like he wasn't limping. He like so he just like left the field. And everyone, like this Brody guy comes on, and he does not look like he's gonna be a dominant player. I don't mean any offense to Brody. Oh, like no. got, he's a who's this
2: Brody he plays for sporting or Real
1: Salt Lake. Real Salt So the guy that has the for ball right off. here makes this run. I just want to make a point because okay. this guy played his ass off yesterday. He looks like kinda like Jared Munz. And I kind of imagined that he <laughs> would play kind of like Jared Muntz, but this dude came out and he subbed in for one of their better players. From my understanding, from the announcers talking, and he balled out like he was literally one of the best players on the field yesterday. He didn't score, but he got the assist on the first goal, I believe. And then he was just look at him run, make this run. You can play Darnest. All right, let's see it. This man, go Brody. He just Whoa. blowing past people, dude. Whoa, Brody. It started from the back corner too. He just makes the pass. Isn't it going? It you know happened for me. Wild think. shot, but it was fun. Where is he
0: going? Where is that defender going? Is he... Go... Rewind this. Rewind this. Watch watch this
1: guy's movements. Okay, so it bounces watch out. Watch this left... Yeah, watch the left back. So, Busio, Busio not playing defense. Where is he walk. going? Why did he
2: just <laughs> run? Is he not checked? Because you know what it is? You know what a lot of that is? It's, there's. is? I've always noticed that in, in the U.S., we have a hard time of under of reading tactical situations like that, Tyler, because you're taught to stay connected to the line you're stuck to go back to the center you don't know when to push out to your guy and you got guys who are going to be sti- that is i've seen it so many times
0: play what happens with that play all the time is they slotted a through ball out wide he's five yards behind his line so now it's a 2v1 and he slots the ball across and there's a guy in the fucking six who just taps it in you just kept he yeah. just ruined well, the whole line he doesn't stay with the like where's he going
1: so you guys yeah. think that it's not the fact that they're tired? Like we can throw that out. Like you don't no. think that those? I, I need to see the full game. game. The highlights I can't tell. they're okay. Tired in the highlights. For sure, for sure. I just think the mental mistakes yeah. and stuff. You know, the lackadaisical defensive thing. You know, like that does come from being tired uh, sometimes. But, early in the season, you know, every team's just kind of sore. For sure. Out. For sure. Okay. So now we're at five fifty four. Is the next one here? We go. See, this is fine. There should be no chance of a goal off off of this. Just pause, pause, please, pause. So this is David's. This is, once again, this David's guy that took that 40-yard shot. This is him one-on-one with this guy. But go ahead, Will. Oh, really? I thought he was a left back. Oh, no, no, that's
0: 48. Sorry, that's 48. If our our left back loses 11 on the back post, I swear to God. Oh, (laughs) no,
1: dude, your guys are going to love this. This is 48. Sorry, I was talking about the previous He's going to get sucked
0: into the ball. I guarantee he's not even going to watch 11. No, oh, just watch ice skates.
1: Ice skates. Ice skates. Ice skates. I
2: wonder if he knows he's there. All right, let's see. Boom, boom. See you later. Adios. See ya. Boom. Oh no. Oh. Boom. Oh
1: no. Goal. Ooh. Goal. Just cut up. Nineteen That's... year old. Let's put the nineteen year old out there on the field. Throw him to the wolves. Just ice skate. He does not. Look he's giving like up. Me. But this is what
2: I'm talking about. Though. Be one on one. Where's his help? Three guys. One double on three. double that. Why would you not just double that?
0: There's it's in it's
2: two insane,
1: v, it's, dude. Go back, please. Go back, please. That's 1v4. Back, back. It's 1v4. It's 1v6. So no Look at... Pause, pause. One, two, three, four, five. This, They're
0: both moving to the same spot. They're I, both it, covering the same
1: space. That'd be so easy to double down on. And guess Jalen Lindsey. He's a homegrown talent, and he's 18 years old. And then we got, you know, the other 48 rad. They're both... Young, they're both so young, and they're academy
2: products. They're not I mean, ready, that's dude. Fun. They're not ready. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know if it's not ready. Maybe, maybe they're not ready. But it's a, it's more of a league. Why this is, this is the, this is standard. We get these weird one v. You never see this in Europe.
0: You got to dip down you like I see don't. this I Tactically, see this like I see similar stuff in like the Croatian third league. Like you got to you got to drop down a bit and then it will pop up okay. but like yeah. it's
2: I've never seen it before. <laughs> like it's just where one guy is dancing against two and and you feel kind of safe and then just look at the like the whole it seems like every attack is a counterattack in the MLS. The whole like, game was counters. Every attack is some The whole game was counters, dude.
1: And I don't even mean to throw 48. I don't mean to throw Lindsay and right under the bus. Like, you know, you should not be like, like we are, you should not be isolated at inside the 18 yard box. You're going to get. It's a professional soccer player. More than likely, they're going to be able to beat you one on one. Yes, especially yeah. in the 18 where you can't dive. What are you supposed to do?
0: Why are they both so scared of him going wide here too? Why are two players giving him the inside? I know, when I'm going Why are wide, they both fucking... giving
1: him to put the ball in his right foot with a shooting chance? I don't you know. Just, can you imagine Peter Vermeer? like what was it like playing for Peter? Will like defensively <laughs> like what would like what is he talking is, about?
2: Yeah. There's no, there's no chance he's got, he's probably destroyed them in the locker room defensively. And he doesn't, I mean, I don't know if he's going to give them actual, it might be the job of the assistance coaches to give them actual information, but that's unacceptable for, for him, you know, to cut inside, to get off a shot when you're up numbers, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, uh, obviously here we are outside of it, you know, it's easy for us to look on it and say we could do better, but, his teammates and every as a collective, they are well aware that they could do oh, yeah, much more. They would agree. I mean, than let a it's guy a get a bad game,
1: it's a bad game. And I'm not like, yeah, like everyone has bad games and these kind of things that, but like, it's this was not what I saw last week uh, when we went to this. That's why I'm like, is it the altitude? What's the deal? But it's like, what the hell? Like, we're professional athletes, so let's be ready to freaking play in real. So, like, it shouldn't be like that. This reminded me of like when we get on a bus for Baker and like have to drive a bus out to the middle of nowhere fucking Nebraska and have to hop off the thing and train up, you know, get warmed up and then play. It's like, everyone looks like shit that people make mistakes. And then goals like this happen. That's what it looked like yesterday.
2: So it's really weird. Yeah. I mean, it is early in the season too. And what a weird, the way the world is now. I mean, there's still probably, you know, there's no excuse technically, but uh, still. Yeah. I mean, that was, All that right, was, that next? was the
1: last goal. So that ended up being three to one. Um, Tyler is gone. Uh, We've lost Tyler back. No, but yeah, that was the last goal. It ended up three to one, and you know that was pretty much the epitome of the game. Um, they 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 pulled out Bucio, the number ten that I was mentioning. They pulled him out at like the seventieth minute or something. So it's like that's our number ten, our best attacking player, but he disappeared. Like Peter had no choice but to pull him off of the field. He was not doing anything. He was jogging around, not. And you would you if you watched him, you saw the last game. Like he has talent. Like, he, he played well in the first half. He was doing the skillful things, flick passes, and he was make, completing But then he was also making just terrible mistakes, and he's just lackadaisical. And, like, you can just get the sense that he's above the MLS. And, like, people have gotten to his head, like, hey, you could play in the EPL soon, and this and this and this. So it's
2: like, come on, bro. Like, you can't be just, like, out there just running he around, just, you know? I see. It, it seemed like he's, yeah, that lackadaisical. I mean, who yeah, I – I wish I'd seen the game more. We're going to have to do some crazy live. Yeah,
1: that's uh, why I, you know. I've been trying to watch this so that like we can have some more commentary on it. I'm going to watch all the games
2: this year. Um,
1: but, you know, it's just like, did you play with Espinosa or did you know Espinosa at all?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't play with him, uh, but I know him. Uh, I mean, we've met a few times. We have a bunch of mutual. Yeah, it seems like a really nice yeah. dude.
1: But like in terms of like, you know, as a player, like how would you describe him?
2: I don't know. I don't know him well. Cuz he plays
1: well like enough. I thought he was like more like defender for a long time, but now he kind of moved into that number 6 role. But like he really like he has a high 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 work rate obviously. You know, he has he has decent skill, but it, it, he doesn't have like the number 10 or like number 8 or like a true number 6 kind of distribution or like anything like that. It's like you're going to plug him there. And he's gonna be able to organize you defensively. Maybe that's why Peter put him in at the end of the game there, because he saw how young and inexperienced and how bad our defense and our structure was. So he he plugged him in there, but like we needed goals. And he, you know, he came in and he just kills a ton of any of the offensive creativity and things like that. But it yeah, it was not fun to watch. It's
2: it's so hard, dude. It's so hard, it's hit or miss in the MLS. Like, honestly, I feel like every year is different. And you kind of have to figure out your team. And as you can see, we don't have dynasties. (laughs) We don't have dynasties in (laughs) the MLS. Like we don't have teams that are just like, wow, seven, eight years. They're just the top, like Seattle is basically, you know, the dynasty uh, to make it to the final, to get all that, you know, to, to do that, but still they're not dominant. You know, like when you look at the rest of the world and you look at the top teams that are there, it's just like, Whoa, Boca Juniors did it again. Real Madrid is Barcelona, are there again. You know,
0: for winning their leagues, too. They win their leagues, they get to go to the Champions League, they get to go to Europa League. They get to, and then I think it's easier to stay as like that dominant force if you constantly have this revenue stream that's so much more than everybody else in your league.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. MLS is like communist football. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if the league wants that. I wouldn't want it. I like parody.
0: I, I don't like, like it when I there's like teams that just parody. run through everybody.
2: Yeah, I mean the Bundesliga. You got with the Bundesliga yeah, though, good. like I mean Yeah. Yeah. It's not so, like that. I don't
1: know, man. It's an interesting situation here in Kansas City because everyone looks up to Peter Ramis and they they view him as someone that's like really really successful and really respected in the community and like but like we haven't won a lot. Like we've we've won one championship, right? From since I, no, we've won two since under him. Since right, two thousand nine.
2: I can't remember. Please tell me we've won two. I remember one. I mean, how many championships? It's been a while. As Vermees, but uh, one. You're right about that, though. I mean, it. I. I it, it's hard to imagine this being like say Peter Vermees leaves. It's hard to imagine this being an Arsenal situation because we're not winning. <laughs> we're not winning championships, uh, or. Uh, I mean, I think we've won the Open Cup also. Yeah,
1: so Vermes is the longest-tenured head coach in the MLS and the fifth-winningest coach in MLS history. During his tenure in Kansas City, he has won four major trophies, 2012, 2015, 2017 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. So that's 2012, 2015, 2017 Open Cups, 2013 MLS Cup, and finished the top. He's only won one MLS Cup 2013, since 2019. Since 2009. Ooh,
0: Jesus Christ. Manchester. That's you, not good enough. Manchester United-Liverpool kickoff
1: delayed after fans protest at Old Trafford. About what? The Super League. The I Super guess. League stuff. And they're burning American flags. Remember oh, my the gosh. List? These people. Back to... I just want to finish it up and wrap up with just talking about Peter Ramiz. Because 2009, he's been here. And everyone views him as like the most winningest head coach. And it's pretty easy to be the most winningest head coach in anything if you're the most tenured coach <laughs> like that stat is skewed to say that you're you're measured on championships and kansas city soccer fans need to be more critical of winning championships dude like we've had good teams we've gotten deep and i'm not saying that peter Remise is the sole reason why we haven't won or but but anywhere else in the world
2: we know this it would not be good enough. right
1: it would not be good enough.
2: yeah exactly Well, actually, I take that back. You're you're right. Anywhere else in the world, I mean, it depends. It's It's like saying Brazil, when they go to the World Cup and they don't win the World Cup, the coach resigns after the game immediately, right after the game. And so it's about what we hold the standard to. And if it's okay for the Kansas person to just have a new stadium, get some new stuff and like, you know, get a bunch of shiny objects, then we're okay. Like that's maybe that's just the Kansas way, but it seems that Kansas is about winning. We've won a lot. You know, we want a lot of other things. And uh I, you're right. If this was any other big club, you, you got to like, you have to have trophies. Like they don't, they just don't accept. I it.
1: don't think Andy Reed for the Kansas city chiefs, if you know, he couldn't coach, you know, long enough for us to test this out, but. Honestly, like if he only won the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and he went like maybe two or three more years where we didn't win the Super Bowl, I think that he would get fired. I think Andy Reid would be gone. Totally. Immediately. The GM gone. I think everyone would just clear out like, okay, we got Patrick Mahomes and we need to make sure we have the right people in place. Our ownership would be like, all right, we got to make a change immediately. Wasting opportunities.
0: Look how long Mike McCarthy why not? was able to stay in Green Bay.
1: Oh yeah. Look at Green Bay and, and where they're and, at. And, Holy and Andy Reed, well, I know they're they're in bad shape what now. A disaster.
0: But Andy Reid's like not even a comparable coach to Mike McCarthy.
1: They've been in bad shape since pa- McCarthy was there.
0: I know. That's why a- I mean, Aaron like, Rodgers is why he left. I don't know. It's hard to fire a Super Bowl winning coach.
1: It's hard. Not when you have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they did it though. They didn't. He was co he Coach takes like, six seasons with them lifter. But they literally will not... Yeah, I, I that, agree. That's they what I'm saying. It's them. hard to fire yeah. a coach that won a Super Bowl. And
2: that's part of the reason why Aaron okay. Rodgers wants out. But go ahead, Will. Sorry. But no, the only reason I want to cut in is to make a correlation between the differences between American football and uh, soccer. Let's just say soccer. Uh, because... <laughs> Claudia Ranieri won with Lester. i uh, I'm sorry nobody said less less that's like it's it's literally like is cincinnati or detroit still bad football Mm -hmm. or right like so that's me not paying a whole lot of attention and still knowing that they're bad if they won the super bowl last year you would go fucking insane right well lester did it and then then the next year (laughs) they got off to a bad start and then they just fucking fire their coach or maybe it was the like one year after. Yeah. But like the second, like that, he didn't bring them. They're like, we won. And like, you weren't supposed to win. And then they didn't, then they started to not win. They were just like, you're gone. Like you're gone. You brought us this trophy that no one ever thought you could. Champions League football gone. So like, yeah. yeah, what he's, what he's got is insane, dude. Yeah. I. It's, is that better?
1: then this letting someone maybe have more, more time, like, is it, is it better to continue just to keep flipping your staff until you find the one that you want? Or do we let Peter Vermees since 2009, just, all right, we're going to run with you until you retire, you know, like, is that better so that you can get a system in place, get, you know, I don't know. You guys would know better than me, obviously, if like a professional locker room standpoint, like what would you guys rather see a locker room with a tenured coach or a locker room with people that are, fresh and new and 100% the right people for the job and the ownership's being very critical every single time. So much of that
0: just depends on the coach. I don't know. I mean, you, there's, I, I feel like that's like, it's not really possible to say, on just
2: like, a, I don't know, like a
0: blanket, a blanket statement. You know.
2: statement. It is hard. It depends. Yeah, it definitely depends on a whole lot of factors, but I've been in, like when I was playing for sporting, Bob Gansler was there for a long time and he was one of those tenured dudes. And we were on our way to not even on our way. We had lost six games, like not tied. (laughs) We lost six games in a row. And uh, so they had to fire him. I don't know how long he'd been there before, but he'd been there a good long time. Like, you know, maybe even a decade. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, you know, a long time. And uh, he lost six games in a row. We weren't going to make the playoffs. And that was it. And he came, he came by and he said, oh, I, you know, after he's like, I I figured I would have more time. Like he expected that everything he did in the past would give him more time. And it's like, I know the management, I know the front office didn't want to let him go. Like, it's a hard thing. Like, imagine we don't make the playoffs this year. The front office in Kansas City is gonna be like, dude, we know you've been here for a long time, but I don't know at what point
1: that's what I'm saying like when like is that going to happen to Vermees and that's why like I I don't know because if you look at all right so step out of the MLS so Tyler for example UMKC University of Missouri Kansas City the, oh, the only division one men's program in the KC metro everyone else is D2 got Rockers, Baker, NAIA, Benedictine, NAIA um, you know you have a handful of that like so UMKC is like known for losing they get their ass kicked all the time and that coach has been there i don't even remember his name what's his name will i can't rick benman yeah rick ben ben like nice guy nothing Great. nothing against yeah. any of these guys like nate hauser's another one that i played with at baker these are guys that are tenured right. coaches and they've been in these positions and they don't win championships and if the <laughs> baker head football coach wasn't winning football games, he would be fucking fired immediately. <laughs> He'd be gone, dude. He'd be gone. And like, I think I think Hauser's done a great job with the program. I think you know, but I know he's disappointed. And I'm disappointed. We didn't win my senior year, and we're disappointed all the years right. that we had great players go through there and not win. And that's not all on Hauser 100. But he hasn't won it, and that's like what the that's what the world is, right? You know, you got to win the championships or else you're gone. And that's yeah. just not the same culture that I see in the Kansas City. World. I'm not saying that I, I think that all coaches should just be fired left and right. I'm not saying Peter right, should be fired. I'm saying right. any of these guys should be fired. I'm just saying, why is there not more commentary around the fact that yeah. we're not winning? Like okay, About winning. We're winning games. Okay, great. We win the conference. Or we, you know, we're top 10 in the nation or we make it to the playoffs right. or we're top of the standings, but we don't win, dude.
2: We don't yeah. win. Yeah. That's important. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's why, come work for Gola Rame, uh BNT fans, because we are winners here. As you can tell, it's important that we win, all right? You know, we'll give you some space. Tyler is over here letting it ride. We're still, we're winning in the GK Golarami yeah. arena, right? Yeah. So, no, but yeah, you're right, though. Like, I, I think it's more important. Like, we don't win it. We're not going to, you know, cut off your, your head no. and try and do that to win. And, but it's important that... Winning is. I just find it fascinating. <laughs> like we want to be better.
1: I just find it fascinating. Winners like, find it fascinating. like get better. Yeah, overall, I just find it fascinating. Not even like I, like like I said, like I couldn't do a better job coaching. I couldn't do a better job playing. Like I'm, that's not, you know, I'm Stephen A. Smith and I'm I'm Stephen A. Smith right now. Just talking about you know what I'm seeing and obviously I played and I, I watch a lot of soccer. But it's like if you look at other sports that are we're successful in, and you look at other countries that are successful in the game of soccer, the things that we kind of just let go by because we don't, the general population doesn't really understand what's going on here. They, they're they watching the games. They're excited about it. They love, it. they go to the games, they're season ticket holders. But like, in terms of like, okay, are we worried about winning or is it just more about the experience? Is it more about, you know, the, mar- the marketing? Cause it's a great, it's a great venue. And it's a great organization. Totally. You go out there, you're going to have a great, Maybe. you're going to have a great
2: time. Great time. We're top five. We're top, we're top five in that. Easily. Hands down, but hands down, you you, you have the nice
1: jersey, of the screens, the smoke, the everything is beautiful, and then the then the whistle blows, and you start playing, and you just it just doesn't match. It looks it's strange, it's really weird. But last game, like I said, they played well. It was very encouraging. They had a lot of young players that have the right ideas, and I'm hoping that this game was like they're trying to put the young players out there and get them minutes and experience and expose them and maybe they can build off of this. Cause I would rather see that than playing fucking whoever else, you know, a 37, you know, that has nothing to offer. 37 year old has nothing to offer. These guys that have been playing for so long, and have nothing else to do and can't win. They won once in 2013. Get rid of them, dude, get rid of them. <laughs> rid of them. Why? I, I love Sesanovic. <laughs> I love Matt Beasler, but like guys, like they were not the best players to put on the field for the
2: past couple of years. Right. It's just weird. Well, the whole culture's weird. I, yeah yeah i mean i was i've not i've not seen a full so i have no idea honestly i get my reports on sporting from people that are there it's impossible for me to wake up in the middle of the night and fucking watch a sporting game but yeah winning should be part of the culture of every club and it doesn't necessarily mean that you just need to fire the coach you're right but because there's such change and it's also a M- problem in the mls how do you build you build this team, freaking feels like everything changes all the time. It feels like every team changes every year, changes all their players. They do that in Turkey and it never works out. It's well. crazy. They're just moving money around. The rosters around just
1: changed. So the last thing I want to ask you guys before we sign off is based on the tenured coaches. So longevity and head coaches don't always go together. A fact that came into view last week when DC United announced the departure of Ben Olsen after a decade at the helm. So he was there for a decade. Peter Ramis has been there since 2019. It looks like there's about 15 coaches. 2019, you mean 2009. Yeah, 2009, sorry. So since 2019, there's been like 15 coaches that are new. How many of those coaches do you think will get past two, three years? Like, do you think most of them will have
2: this similar tenured experience to Ramis and Olsen? No. Or do you think that those... No. Okay. No. The next biggest tenured coach... That you're going to be looking at once Vermees is done, is uh, uh.
1: So we have Jim Curtin from Philadelphia, from Philadelphia, Greg Vanny. It'll be pretty long.
2: It's no, listen, wait, sorry. It's definitely going to be the Seattle dude, and I just can't remember his name. Uh, Sh- and Schmitzer, Sch- Schmitzer, yeah, yeah. It'll be Seattle after. So 2016 after Vermees goes. He
1: he started in 2016. And the, the only guys that have been longer than him is Greg Vanny and Jim Curtin from Toronto and Philadelphia. And Jim will be there for a while. And that's like he started. He started with the club, though, too. So like he was the founding coach of the founding club. Yeah. 2014. That's tough, too. Wow. I didn't. And he's still that. he's still that's there. Tough. You know, like that's impressive that he's
2: still there. That's impressive.
1: It's impressive to me that Peter Vermees made it through the KC Wizards to Sporting KC transition They're playing in. You know the T Bone Stadium, and they're getting their ass beat. I can't believe he made it through that. That's (laughs) and then it helped.
2: He cemented with the new, yeah, the new. We won shortly after that. Really helped, yeah. And that basically kind of set things up. So,
1: Tyler, do you think that any of these guys, twenty nineteen? I don't know. I don't know how many of those guys. I don't. I I just think the turnover. Yeah,
2: I don't know who they
0: are. I don't.
1: (laughs) I don't either. I'm not. I like that's. I think you're missing the point. Or I'm just you know trying to just get a general like we see the trend right we see coaches that now Peter Vermes and Ben Olsen like they were in there were they necessarily winning was how many how many championships did Ben Olsen win zero so like how does someone stay in a fucking coaching position for a decade and not win uh, why he, did he make it to 10 years cuz he played with the club he's like a club icon he, he's a great guy he's a legend he's my best friend he's a great guy he scored a million goals i'm not that's how he's a nice works. guy I like him. I I don't hate Peter Vermees. I don't hate Ben Olsen. I don't hate the. But, like, at the end of the day, like, how? No one else is being measured on that same scale of, all right, year after year, we don't accomplish the the key goal of why we're even playing, and then you just keep the job for 10, 14, 15, 20
2: years? Like, when? What's the – what's what are we doing? Well, there's no punishment for losing, so. Well, there's no – yeah. Wait, let's – that's – yeah, well, you, you just brought up a thing, and now that since we have to go, that's why promotion and relegation are important, B, because – in American sports, we even have, or in, in the MLS, you can win the, the, the season, the supporter shield, and then no one cares. No one cares. It's America. You got to win playoffs. That's all we care about, you know? And so there's a big thing. We need promotion relegation. That's not going to happen because it, it costs millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to join the league and know they want their money back. And so if you get a new team in the league and they get relegated, there goes $200 million.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not so no no
1: yeah but i mean we don't have that in all the other major sports and it's very competitive so i just don't i don't fully understand but that's
2: a whole another topic and a whole another podcast probably so all right, well the last thing last thing since we're gonna we're basically closing in on this hour uh do you think do you do you guys both think i got two questions one do you think Americans would love promotion, promotion and relegation yes. in soccer? Yes,
1: I think they would love it. Yeah, I think the fans, the average was, Tyler? The fans would love it. I think it. they don't
2: – Yeah, the fans. The
0: owners, no chance.
2: No, fuck, fuck off the owners. Fuck off the owners. They can – we need to push things forward. Let's just say they all agree to it because we all Dude, held them. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Rr. <laughs>
0: I don't know if the support's big enough to have a club like MLS club go down to the second tier, like not just,
2: well, we need to change the structure of things. Forget that. Don't worry about that because yeah, we can't have, you know, LAFC playing in the USL. Yeah. 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 Uh, So we're going to like, we're going to like some
0: guest spots or something.
2: I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll sort it out. Like the teams that are in the USL that have a big enough stadium and big yeah. enough support, maybe we I mean, make that. Whatever, let's just imagine. Combine the Mexican
1: League and the American League. Maybe we do something there. I don't know. I we so are least, talking about that like crazy. I think at least something that would be is we need to
0: get all these stupid different leagues all into the same thing. So I think the USL is pretty much already won the like lower tier battle. If we could just get promotion relegation from like the three leagues leading up to the MLS,
2: I think it'd be a good place to start. I think that's how Australia is set up. Right. That's hard, though, too, because if El Paso, not El Paso, maybe Albuquerque, or if uh, Podunk City and Podunk State makes it there somehow, like, we've got to figure out how to get
1: you a $200 million.
2: No, I'm talking to, to, to the USL US, Championship. Or like, or I guess it's,
0: no, I'm talking to, like, it would, it would get cut off at
2: the USL Championship. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, starting it down there. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I just meant, I, all I wanted to know is if you guys think that the fans who have never experienced anything like this you know, we, okay, so yeah, like they it. would until their team gets relegated.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like hundred percent, that's, that's what it would be.
2: I think it's great though because I don't think people don't understand the like. If you ever play or are involved in a relegation battle, it is. There's nothing else to talk about. Like that, it, it takes over your entire world. The whole city is like, got your hopes up, and then it, if it does bad, like everybody's pissed. There's riots. It's like, it's a whole thing.
1: But it makes the it makes all the games matter. That's what like. That, I mean, it just kills our sports. I do agree with that, that like not having those games at the end matter. It It's an issue because you have teams that start not trying anymore to get that first round draft pick. And it's like at the MLS, it doesn't matter. Like you're not going to be able to normally draft a guy in the MLS draft that's just going to mo- immediately plug in and just be, you know, patch, you know, one of these top end guys. So it's like, you know, how do you keep people? competitive like this but there's no
2: motive you know it's, it's it's done yeah the motive is the motive is uh you go down and everybody's salaries go down yeah drastically you get cut and you job. know unless we have a really nice owner i mean that's the thing it's like you can have you can play for teams that have rich owners yeah. and they don't care that was like all right so we lost 100 mil here's 200 mil let's go back up next year invest in the future yada yada but my other question is going to be do you guys think americans would buy into promotion and relegation In American football, hockey, baseball, and other—I don't see how that.
0: There's no even comparison to those leagues. I don't think so. I don't think so because
2: there's nothing even close
0: to like what would be NFL in the NFL. Like no,
1: there isn't. But like you could, you could make it. You could make it. You could short. You could make the twenty-person league or whatever, and then have another twenty. I don't. You could like just hypothetically speaking. I I don't think so. Just because I think that Americans would then view that as like you're having other outside entities and interfere with like your beloved NFL kind of thing. Like this is America's league, you know, and I feel like they would kind of be like, no, we're not, this is the way it is. It would be tough. I think soccer would be easier just because not enough people are understand soccer to begin with. So there, they'd be more open minded. Like, okay. Yeah. Like soccer's different. They do relegation instead of just 32 teams. Mm-hmm. Soccer but, also in the U S has a much big player pool than any other sport. So you uh, can, yeah, so I mean,
0: it's easier to fill people, in like all yeah. Yeah. the, I I just don't think straight up like I don't know if there's enough hockey players to
1: man. Talk. But I would love it though if the NFL did have relegation. That would make all of those games so much more <laughs> fun to see, man. You see, guys would be put it in the college each other, dude. Yeah, the,
0: you you know I don't think you could do NFL relegation because NF like football is a sport. If you're not at the top top level, it's just a bad game to watch. Then do it at the college level. Relegation at the college level. Instead of doing,
1: yeah, there's enough
2: team to form a super league conferences. I would agree with that.
1: I'm all about that, dude. (laughs) Why can't,
2: right? Why
1: can't Baker, why can't Baker University, if they are consistently, why can't Rockers University, uh, you know, these schools that are beating UMKC year after year in preseason, why can't there be a way for those clubs to get on a stage and prove that they can compete with some of these D1 programs? Because we all know it, we know it across the board. And Tyler, I guarantee you, is going to start talking about Oregon State. how outstanding (laughs) oregon state is but i'm telling you there are d2 schools that consistently smack d1 schools consistently and we'll never we'll never see that matchup because they don't want to see it they're scared that's what relegation stops from happening go
0: go join their conference that's where you want to play you would go play d Wood. i didn't get i didn't get get recorded
1: i I tried to go to mkc ty oh no i'm I'm saying i'm I'm saying baker like, if Baker was upset about that, like, just
0: move, oh, yeah, you yeah, just move into Coford's if that's what
1: they would. Is that how that? I mean, I still don't know how, I mean, I don't even know how that works. I don't know what, like, how much money you have. To, like, I don't even know, man, but I'm just saying, like, I wish that I could see NAI programs or D2's programs more consistently compete with D1 well, non preseason uh... games. I think they used to
0: have a tournament with like the D1 championship winner, the D2 to. championship winner, the D3 championship
1: winner. And then I don't know it's if that good, was it's not good rate. for marketing. It's not good for PR. Why would a school of that stature and that much money on the line? Why would they put that at risk? There's nothing to make them
2: put that at risk anymore. You know, I like that idea, though. I like that. Like, yeah, I, I don't like how and you're you're right. I mean, America is huge. The college. <laughs> skill set and like teams are so spread out and you, you end up with these crazy teams. Tyler community like college in this
1: college Tyler community college would go in and they would compete with every top 25 team in the country. And it's a junior college. right? And it's because they find people that have shitty ACTs, bad grades, right. SCT, or maybe they right. don't know English well enough yet. So they want to come here and work with the fucking coach that's been sending off people to D one and professional level Dom Dwyer roll through Tyler Community College. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go there. And I'm telling you, when we played them, we got beat 8-0 both times, 7-1, second time, I think what it was. But it's like those guys are without a doubt starters on every D one pro- but they'll you'll never see that game. You'll never see that game.
0: That I mean there's outliers with that and everything though. There's D three schools like Messiah. There's like a big there's this big D three school called Messiah. They win it like, I don't know, ten out of the last twelve championships in D three and they are just a big uh they're super religious and they just grab D one players who want to devote their life to God and they just are like they they Beat Maryland like three one after Maryland won a national title. I don't know a while back. Playing, like, there.
1: just playing for the love of Christ. How just seriously? You ever it's compete?
0: terrifying going to their field. They are just machines. Like I don't know if you see Stanford <laughs> play. They're seriously. They they it's move amazing. like a machine. <laughs> they just do high press the entire game. They're really like they're way too technical for D three to start with, and. It's a mess. They're, they're very similar to Stanford.
2: That's why maybe we need that Super League. That
1: would be so awesome you if you had the Super College League and then you had them playing indoor soccer in the offseason as well. Well, so you don't want a college. Well, now yeah, we're so talking. I think what
0: you want is you guys are kind of going about this wrong Is you want a college champions in Europa League. You don't want a Super League. You want yeah, them yeah. to win your conference tournament and then you can go yeah. play the other conference tournament. Yes. The conference wins.
1: Yes. Yeah, we need a Champions League for college, literally. Yeah, that would Oh, a, what a what a fucking idea! That'd be fucking amazing. Yo, we dude. can't that would post this amazing. though. amazing. fuck the NCAA,
0: we're not like, giving them any ideas.
1: NCAA would never <laughs> yeah, do true. That, dude. Do you know how much money they would make
2: <laughs> off of? <that? laughs> oh my god! No, I mean that would be amazing. Uh, we we think that we think that your education. I think that's a quote, right? We we feel that your education. No, the the reporter asked, "You made two hundred or like three hundred million dollars last year." Well, we feel that an education is worth just as much as <laughs> like what are you saying put it in the bet like just put it put it aside yeah. they can get it when they leave like yeah well, we feel yeah. that the books are yeah
1: no yeah the, the, the maths, you know it gets really sticky Will. you know you bring in up you bring in somebody how could you put a value on the education think about the 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 skills <laughs> right. that one develops then move on to make millions and millions of dollars for for them and their families that's yeah. what we're providing yeah Good Lord, man. You guys are yeah. selling these jerseys. Get the I hell know. out of here, dude. Jerseys, ticket the sales, fucking TV jig. rights. The
2: jig is up, dude. Get out. I know. So, yeah, no. They would never talk to us
1: either. They'll we'll never get the it. The Champions College Cup. Fucking, let's demand it. I don't even care if we don't get benefit and money. Like, I just want to watch that fucking tournament every year. That'd be fun. It'd be way better than Marsh Madness. It'd be better than Marsh Madness. <sighs> <sighs> it'd be like the, it'd be be like the World I Cup. Agree. But college, all the best no, college teams for soccer. No, I don't think. All right, that, was, that was a stretch. I don't think that was can, a stretch.
0: A sixty-four team, a sixty-eight team single elimination tournament. I don't know how. Yeah. To beat that out. Fair
1: enough. That. Fair enough. I was a reach, but I, it would be it'd up be there. Fun. It would be fun. be fun. Yeah. Would Would you rather? Would you think it'd be more fun than the World Cup?
0: Oh uh, no, dude! The World Cup's like no.
1: What about? Fair. It would definitely be more fun than whatever the fucking national tournament is for. Men's soccer right now, God, is so boring to watch. That dude. I tried to watch it when I was coming out of Baker. It was brutal. Signing off, BNT. Fucking, fucking vote for the college champions cup.